Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, we're here with Peter Townton. Peter is an entrepreneur and founder of several fitness brands. He grew up in Wilmer, Minnesota and quit college during his junior year after a business statistics class left him frustrated and in debt. <laughs> Peter excelled in racquetball, which led to his first health club ownership opportunity. He later founded Snap Fitness, which has grown to 2,500 locations in 26 countries but that's not it he's opened countless other fitness brands and consulted countless entrepreneurs on how to build and scale successful franchises this is the second time we have peter on this show and i must say he's one of my favorite guests for sure so let's get right into it peter welcome to the remote ceo show or should i say welcome back to the remote ceo show how are you doing today I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. I'm, I've, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Awesome. That's fantastic. So I ask every single one of my guests to tell us a bit more about their story. I know your story is super inspiring and I'm, I can't wait uh, for my listeners to listen to it. So can you tell us, you know, your your origins, where everything started up to when you uh, got into Lyft Brands and everything else? Yeah, I mean, for for me, my journey it's been a long one, and it started 35 years ago. And and I, I think that my my Lyft brand story is it's fairly well documented. You know, I I think what's important to understand is I I, I grew up relatively poor. I went to school in a two room schoolhouse, youngest of seven kids, and I got my first break when I was 22 years old to turn around a failing health club and. I was successful in turning that club around and then took that facility of where I had acquired equity in the turnaround process and, and went on to build one of the largest wellness brands in the world. I did that over the last 35 odd years. And, uh, you know, it's been a heck of a ride. Um, about four years ago, I stepped down as the CEO of the brands. I'm still the single largest shareholder of Lyft Brands and I'm on their board, but I'm, I'm not involved in the day-to-day -day of it anymore. So I think in relevance of what our topic is today, to right now I'm in the process of launching my fourth brand. And uh, and and I've had great success in building franchise brands on three separate occasions. I've built brands to over a thousand locations in 28 countries. So I really understand the dynamics of, of, of corporate growth and what it takes to lead people and vision and, and those things. And as I said, I'm in the process of launching my fourth brand now that I'm excited about. Yeah, and that's actually something I really want to talk about because here at the Remote CEO, we help entrepreneurs build remote teams and remote businesses in general. And we just talked about this before we press the record button. This business has been growing very fast and it's basically all remote. Is that correct? Yeah, and you know what? What prompted the the remote office, if you will, 
was COVID. I mean, the, I think a byproduct of COVID that that is was favorable to the working class, to the working people out there. COVID was a, had a positive impact, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. Um, in, in our in our corporation, we had to, to everyone had to work from home. It was not an option. You had to isolate and segregate people, so they were they were forced to work from home. So the technology Zoom, as we're on right now, the technology became much better, much more enhanced, much sharper. Number one, number two, what I found is everyone who was ever thinking about doing a side hustle, okay, they were working from home for the man. And anyone that was remotely ambitious, they said, you know what, I'm just going to hang a shingle out and just see if any, if any, if I get any, any nibbles, right? And they were shocked. Lo and behold, pretty soon the phone started ringing. Pretty soon they started getting emails about people wanting them to hire them for their services. And then here's what happened. COVID is in our, in the rear view mirror. And they started asking people to go back to the office. And some of these people said, hey, look, you know what, I'm not going back. I'm going to continue down this path as an independent, as a consultant, independent, gun for hire, call it whatever you want. Yeah. And I am living proof of that. For me, I'm launching a company right now, Nautical Bowls, which is an acai bowl concept. And I went to my core team of people that were former em employees or worked for law firms and accounting firms. I went back to those people and none of them worked for the firms anymore. They were working from home. And I said, hey, look, it doesn't matter to me if you're doing my legal work from your couch or from your office, I don't care. So my accountants work from home. My, my legal team work from home. My entire marketing team work from home. My franchise support work from home. Sales work from home. So this is the beauty of it. In fact, I just did a piece on this a while back for, an, for another company. Just talking about, look, the, the work environment that, that we live in today, it's not going, we're never going back to the old way. It's just not not going, it's not coming back, right? The the, the people, the workforce out there today, if 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 we if I woke up tomorrow and I told my entire staff, hey, look, effective February 1, we're all going to be in the office, I would lose half my staff. That that's the reality of it. So I'm, you know what? I've just had to shift my mindset to be more project related rather than hours in the seat. I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to grade you on performance and your ability to create great work for me and and if you can do it in a short time frame great. But that's how that's how I'm I'm compensating my people by strong work ethic. Absolutely. What I think it's great that, that you brought up right now is the project based against, you know, how many hours you spend in an office, because when you think about it that way, you're going to be able to monitor your staff members, not based on these other cues that at the end of the day are not, uh, you know, based on productivity. If someone is in the office for 10 hours, they could be really like doing basically almost nothing and you're going to feel bad. Uh, because maybe they are spending so much time there and you're like, well, I don't want to fire them. But reality yeah. is that when you work from home, there's only one metric and it's what have you done for the business? Um, and you know what, De Niro? That's exactly right. And, and here's my mindset, my management style, which has had to change and evolve, it, which it should be doing, you know, every day we should be evolving. But literally in the last four years, my evolution of how I treat and work with my people is 
I tell them, look, I don't, it doesn't matter to me if you're working from nine in the morning till five at night or five at five at night till nine. Look, I don't care. I don't care when you're getting your work done, but here's my rule. If I call you, I don't care if you're at your kid's little league game. I don't care. I'm going to be respectful of your time, but get back to me in a timely manner. Cause when I call you, I'm not calling to wish, Hey, are you having a good day? I'm not that. I'm that means as a CEO of the, of the company, yeah. I've got a question that I need an answer to, and I'm turning to you for that answer. So every one of my, my team, they understand when I call, they got to answer or they got to get back to me in a timely manner. And I'm going to be respectful of their time. I'm not going to say, where are you? What are you doing? That's none of my business. I don't care, to be honest with you. But I'm going to get my question answered and I'm going to let them on their way, right? So I've got to be okay with that. All right. And there's there are a lot of there's a lot of leadership out there. They can't get their head around that. And that's okay. They're just going to have a very difficult time getting real talent, real talent. Um, that's available because the real talent out there, they're not going to stand for it. There's too much opportunity out there where people can work from home and make, if not more money than they were with a hell of a lot less stress. Yeah. A hundred percent. And so I want to talk about uh, the hiring process, especially because, you know, that's true. It's, it's, it's more efficient to run a remote team, but of course there is that learning curve. If before you, you knew how to hire people for an office position, now there's going to be other things that you're going to be looking for. So can you talk to me about what you're looking for, how the interviews look like and what the hiring process is like? Of course, for me, I'm, they're all contractors. Every one of them are contractors for me. So if I hire someone for marketing, and let's say it's for, I'll just, I'll just pick a segment, social media marketing for me. I'm going to say, look, your position with me, I'm going to hire you to handle our social media. Here's my expectation. So I'm going to, I'm going to give them a written protocol on what my expectation is for the social media criteria, what I'm looking for, all the diversity, everything I'm gonna look for. I'm gonna show them that. I'm gonna tell them, this is how many posts I expect to see. This is my response, whatever. I'm gonna lay it out for them. And this is what I will pay you each month, okay? So at the beginning of each, at the end of each month, I, I wire the money into their account. At the end of the year, I give them a 1099. I don't care about vacation time, Okay, think about it. I'm not doing vacation time anything. And you know what I just implemented this year is I implemented, look, I'm going to give you a bonus. I'm going to pay for health insurance for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to pay for health insurance for you. It's not company. It's part of their comp. Okay, so they're it's going to be included in their 1099. Yeah. But they, and and for my contractor, they look at it this way. It's no different. If I told someone, hey, look, as part of your comp, I'm going to make your car payment for you. Yeah. All right. Instead, as part of your comp, guess what? I'm going to pay health and dental for you. Yeah. The, the independent contractor out there, they don't care. And I tell you what, as, a, as an independent contractor, many of them, I help them through the process. I say, look, there are tax loop, loopholes that you can that you can grasp. Okay, there are certain things that you are going to be able to write off that you couldn't write off before because your office now is a portion of your home. Yeah. And yeah. so I just help them. I help set them up for success. Yeah. Because yeah. when when they win, I win. That's the truth of it. No, 
A hundred percent. And so now you have a team of, uh, you know, an A plus team that's ready to, 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 to make things happen in this new business and it's growing fast. And so I want to get into what your day to day looks like. Do you guys have pump up meetings once in a while? How do you keep the culture of the business alive, even though we are separated by these screens and possibly even thousands of, you know, miles I do a weekly, a weekly uh, team-wide meeting. Okay. So once a week I do a team-wide meeting. It's mandatory. You got to, you got to participate in it. Okay. That's everyone on the team is on the call. And I'm talking about everything from vision to objectively what we're trying to do as, as a team, because look, at the end of the day, it's, it's not the me show. Everybody's got to pull deep on the oars. Everyone has a role within the company and they have to understand what each other's roles are. Okay. So I have that. And then I have breakout meetings throughout the week with different departments. Before I hopped on this call, I was on a, a call, a Zoom call with my real estate team and my project management team. Okay. Going through all the different franchisees I have in the real estate process, all the franchisees that are in the construction process. So I can still keep my hand on the pulse of the business without physically being in an office or looking at you in the same room. I mean, once again, you and I spoke about it earlier, that whole mindset of being face-to-face, shaking hands, pounding, look, that doesn't, that's not, that's not a criteria anymore. So you've, you've really got to let that go and really start focusing on and and adjusting and evolving to project-based leadership, you know, performance-based compensation, that, that's where it lies. And don't get caught up in the hourly. Mm-hmm. If somebody can do the same work in 10 hours, what it takes somebody else to do 25 hours, I don't care, okay? I'm grading them on the quality and the performance of their work. And look, let's, let's not be um, fooled by it. If I find that somebody can produce the same or better quality at half the time, I'm, I'm I'm a sharp guy. I'm going to, now I know that that's a horse that I can push. I can get more output from that person. Why? Because he's just intuitive thinker. He's got critical thinking skills. You still have got to pay attention to what's going on. All right. Now the community and culture within a company that that's what takes place, you know, in my weekly calls and then also things look, you know what? Giving acknowledgements to people, of the, of the effort that they're putting forth. It, it's a look, it's great. You know how some people in an office setting, they they can command a room. They just, you know, their leadership, it's contagious. And that is great when you have that. But unfortunately, that has gone by the wayside a bit because it's, and you have to let it go because the workforce, there's so much great talent out there that is never going back to the office, okay? Now, I'm not talking about if you want to have a, a meeting, you know, if you call once every couple of weeks, you're going to get in the office. Look, I don't think that's overreaching, but the thought of going into an office nine to five, that, that's what I'm referring to when I say those days are gone. Yes, yes, 100%. And like you said earlier, you may find some people that are desperately looking for a position that will take the office job, but the, you know, players that are, you know, in demand are not going to settle for a position where they're tied to a spot for the majority of the day, for sure. And so 
Uh, and you, one other point. I, I was talking to a guy the other day, De Niro, and I thought this was really interesting. He hired, he's a tech company based out of Miami here. Yeah. He hires his programmers through other countries. Okay. And his programmers, he's paying them $60,000 $60, a year, $5,000 a month. And these people are incredibly talented. They're based out of Russia. Okay. Extremely talented. One of his partners in Miami is Russian. Yeah. And they've got this line. I mean, think about that. You couldn't, you wouldn't have thought about doing that 10 years ago. Now, these people, they're working from Russia. They're getting paid. They love it. It's good money for them. Gives them all kinds of flexibility and freedom. So it's a really unique. It's not just, you know, working from home here domestically. I can hire someone in Thailand. I can hire someone anywhere around the globe. That's the beauty of what's going on right now, which is amazing and breeds huge opportunity out there. Absolutely. And so, Peter, if someone wanted to check out your new venture um, to find out more about what you guys do, first off, I wanted to ask you, is there something exciting you want to share about your new venture with our audience that's coming up in the near future? And then yeah. where can people find it online? Right on. Thank you. For, thank you for that opportunity. So, look, the many of you know my background has been in the health and fitness space. So now I tr I migrated into what I thought was a very simple leap. I mean I'm in the 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 restaurant space but healthy. I'm I've created an acai bowl concept, okay? My acai bowl concept, it's plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free, organic, no refined sugar. So it's exactly what the consumer is looking for. I love the relevance of the product. It's not dessert, it's a meal replacement. So the product does very well. I'm expanding it here in the United, United States right now. I've been doing it for a year and a half. I have 30 stores open. I have 20 under construction as we speak right now. And I have awarded 150 territories in the last year and a half. So look, I think by the end of this year, I should have roughly 120 locations opening. I should be, if I'm not the largest, I'll be almost the largest acai bowl brand out there by the end of this year. Look, it's not a race for me, but our stores perform at a high level. It's relevant with what the consumer is looking for. And I'm looking forward to, you know, God willing, building my fourth brand that's that'll expand to over a thousand locations worldwide. That is fantastic, Peter. And in fact, that's uh, my follow-up question was, when can people find your brand online and where can people find you online? So, yeah. so the best way is just follow me on, on, on Instagram, which is Peter underscore Taunton, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. And the name of my brand, it's Nautical Bowls, nauticalbowls.com is the, is the name of my acai brand. It's got, a, it's got a nautical theme to it. It's really cool, really hip. You'll love it. The people love it and, and the franchisees love it as well. All right, Peter, thank you so much for sharing so much knowledge and experience uh, with us and looking forward to having you on our show in the future. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day. Anytime. Thanks, brother. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.